Fast! Hello, and welcome to Ship of Fools, a D&D actual play podcast that you are listening to the first episode of right now. My name is Hannah McLean, and I will be your dungeon master, and I am joined today by three very talented and funny friends of mine who are going to go ahead and introduce themselves, and then introduce the character that they will be playing in this adventure. Uh, hi, I'm Andy Latai. I am playing Finn, a half-elf warlock who is meh on candlelit dinners, but loves long walks on the beach. All right. Hey, y'all. I'm Noelani Stevenson. I will be playing a dude named Reagan. He is a half-dwarf sorcerer. He likes big boats, and he cannot lie. And I'm Taylor Wallace, and I'm playing Malachi, an Earth Genasi paladin on a personal crusade to stop saying fuck. Yep, so that's us. That's our cast of characters. And... Yeah, I guess without any further ado, should we should we tell a story? You guys, we're we're playing Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Um, yeah, the rest will become clear as we begin. You guys, you guys ready to dive in? Let's go. I was actually thinking of waiting. A little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> we begin, of course, with the sound of waves crashing against the shore. It's a beautiful, clear day, calm seas, not a single cloud in the sky, which would be odd considering that the remnants of a great shipwreck are currently washing up on the shore, but honestly, a suddenly disappearing storm is to be expected here in the Lunluma Ocean, a vast sea teeming with magic and chaos and treasure and hundreds of islands. Your ship, the Rosemary, was a simple merchant vessel carrying cargo and passengers through the western sea to the small island kingdom of Benswith. The ship was only a few days from its destination when a sudden storm blew up seemingly out of nowhere. Lightning and wind ripped the rosemary to shreds and all hands were lost, or almost all hands. Reagan, you find yourself slowly coming to consciousness Lying on your side in the sand, waves slowly washing over your aching body. Your mind is swimming with half-remembered images. You remember the storm. You remember working with the rest of the crew, trying to secure cargo and lower the sails and get the passengers below deck. But everything just happened too fast. You remember getting hit in the stomach with some huge piece of debris and knocked right off the edge of the ship. And you remember, as you fell looking up and seeing strange, shadowy figures with billowing cloaks floating through the clouds, seemingly not affected by the wind or the lightning at all. But now, there's no sign of any storm. You are alive, and you are lying in the sand on a quiet, tropical beach. What do you do? Not a fucking gen! Oh, God. Uh, I think... I'm going to try to get somewhere slightly more dry. <laughs> yeah, so you um you kind of stand up, brush yourself off, um 
take stock of of yourself you're pretty exhausted but you're not um injured which is good um you take a look at your surroundings you are standing on a large uh, or a long stretch of beach behind you there is a tangled jungle looks like a pretty tropical tropical jungle it's pretty hot on this island um and there is a yeah there's kind of like palm trees mangroves ferns all that sort of tropical rainforest plants that you'd expect um kind of around you in the water beautiful turquoise blue water um but filled with pieces of debris from the rosemary planks and um floating pieces of cargo and bodies um floating in the water there um as you sort of take a look around reagan you do notice one other figure that is moving um and you see kind of down the beach and out in the water swimming towards shore is the figure of a man um and he's he's swimming it looks like he's kind of struggling but as you watch he makes it to the place where he can stand up and sort of starts trudging through the waves um towards the beach taylor would you like to describe what reagan sees as he looks down the beach I've been swimming. You're swimming. Oh, God. Yep, you're sort of, you know, <laughs> as right. best you can. I look like a giant rock man. <sighs> what the fuck? I've got long, dark hair, and I'm very big, and I've got, like, this iron-like skin. And I'm swimming hard. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to. Yeah, so eventually um, you manage to make it to a place where you can stand and sort of walk through the shallows, the salt water just pouring off of your body, um, and you sort of stumble out of the ocean and pretty much immediately take a knee, trying to catch your breath here. Yeah, I just collapse to my knees. So you stand here and you're kind of taking a look around, taking stock of your surroundings. And as you look down the beach, you catch sight of another figure who is standing there watching you. Nolani, would you like to describe what Malachi sees as he looks toward Reagan? Sure, you see a, a wet wrestler, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know, you see a big dude who probably would be pretty if he wasn't soaking wet. Probably would have nice hair if he wasn't soaking wet. <laughs> Uh, may or may not be wearing clothes. Am I wearing clothes? I'll probably, I'll be wearing clothes. I'm wearing clothes. I would My be clothes wearing clothes survived. if it wasn't soaking wet. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like a, like a, like a Fabio situation with the white. Oh, no, yeah, you can see his chiseled stone chest through my shirt. You can see some nipple. Yeah, you can see my my gentle, gentle chest hairs. This Uh, is important to establish. Oh, obviously. Uh, I'm also going to go ahead and pick up the first large chunk of debris I see just in case Rock of Ages over here is dangerous. So as you guys sort of take stock of where you're at in terms of equipment, um, so anything that you would have with you on sort of a normal day on a ship, whatever your routine's been, you have with you. So like your coin purses, probably a weapon. Malachi, I know you for sure would have a weapon on you. Yeah, I definitely do. Right. So then and then anything else that you know your character would have on him at all times, you've got with you. But anything like bedrolls, rations, explorers packs, all that kind of standard equipment that you usually start a D&D game with, anything that would have just been with your stuff on the ship, um, you do not have with you okay. as you're standing here um, on this beach. That, ooh, that's going to be rough. <laughs> I got some rope. <laughs> 
I start patting my pockets frantically. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Oh, shoot. Oh. I kind of cock my head and just kind of like looking at this dude who seems to possibly be faintly glowing. Uh, just death. a little bit. Yeah, you can see through like my wet shirt. There's a little bit of glow there. All right. That, that's do you, that's. Do whack. you have nipples? Um, excuse me? Does Malachi, well, we established that you have very visible nipples, but does Malachi? Excuse me? Yeah, they're I feel like we want to just get that dynamic sorted out. Yeah, they're crystals. <laughs> they go that all right, way. All right. um, yeah, no, though, I Sounds have like probably two daggers on me and my light hammer and a coil of rope. You know, right. just sailor things. I, uh, I, I definitely still have my great axe. I carry that everywhere. I have, a, I have my dagger. I don't, uh, my flail might have gotten lost in the wreck. I don't know. Depends how rough of a wreck this was for me. <laughs> so the both of you are still just standing there, kind of breathing heavy, starting to recover a little <laughs> bit, um, still dripping onto the sand, about 50 okay. feet apart, just staring each other down. All right. I, 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 I clock him. I see him in my vision and I do not care. I'm just still patting my pockets and I'm looking for something that is very clearly not here anymore. God damn it. Your dignity. I mean, uh. Now we all know what his nipples look like, yeah, so. <laughs> Starting on a high note. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cross some of those 50 feet, slightly staggeringly, heading over to this rock boy, uh, kind of sizing him up. Shit. But, you know, if we're truly shipwrecked on some sort of haunted tropical island, I don't like either of those things, so I'd rather I... have as many allies as possible, so I'm just going to... I just kind of flop onto my back as he's approaching. I'm very tired. <laughs> you all right? Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, who are you? Uh, call me Stockweather, uh, Reagan Stockweather. Um, I assume that- Yeah, okay, have you seen a jar of dirt? Excuse me? A jar of dirt. Jar of- I, I lost my jar of dirt and I can't find it. Have you seen it? Did it, did it wash up with you? Uh, you know what? No. Uh, this is gonna be a negative on jars of dirt. Shit. Oh, shoot. Shoot. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry. Am I concussed? Do I? Jars oh, of dirt? Um, what? 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 <clears throat> Malachi. What uh, my name's Malachi. I was... You were on the... You were on the Rosemary? Yeah, as a sailor. Oh, so... What the hell happened? Well, I don't know, mate. Uh... I mean, I think it... Nah, I, I don't know. Just stuff like that happens sometimes, I guess. Oh, it just happens. Yeah, well, welcome to the Lunluma. As you're kind of talking to each other and getting a better look at each other, you probably at least sort of recognize each other. You've been on the same ship for a few days. I mean, he is a little wet rat right now, so... A big wet rat. <laughs> yes, exactly. Both of you definitely looked more put together the last time you saw each other. But even so, especially as you're hearing each other's voices, I mean, Malachi absolutely mm -hmm. stands out. And so does Reagan in his own way. So um, you do know each other and you know that you both came from the Rosemary. Malachi, um, as you're no longer in a fight for your life here and are able to sort of uh, gather your thoughts together, um, you remember the last thing you were doing before the storm hit. Um, you were up on the top deck, kind of standing at the edge of the ship. I was a little seasick. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit seasick. Um, so you were standing there being seasick. Yeah. Um, and basically, as soon as the storm hit, the clouds just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And within the first few seconds after the first clap of thunder, um, a figure came running up from below deck, ran to the side of the ship right where you were, and tossed something overboard. Um, you remember it was this like heavy set tiefling man, red skin, small glasses that he was kind of holding on to his face uh, as the storm was starting. Um, and he, yeah, he ran right up to the to the side of the ship and he tossed a small cloth wrapped bundle um, over the edge into the sea. And that's basically the last clear memory you have mm-hmm. before things got really chaotic and um, eventually the ship splintered and left you swimming for your life toward the shore. Right. The last thing you remember is seeing this tiefling tossing that cloth wrapped bundle into the ocean moses had i seen (laughs) this man at all before that yes you recognized him as one of the other passengers on the ship but you hadn't ever really talked to him or anything okay he was a passenger yeah yes so malachi and reagan as you guys are standing there you see movement again in the water and at first it looks like it's some sort of large animal um but as Mm -hmm. it gets closer you realize that it is in fact two dolphins that are supporting between them an unconscious figure um hair kind of dragging in the water as he's being ferried by these two dolphins toward the shore Uh and the dolphins basically just drop him off in the shallow water and then uh dive back into the ocean and are gone andy would you like to describe the unconscious figure that is now face down uh in front of where malachi (laughs) and reagan are looking I do. Uh, so he, well, he's he's like on the sand, right? He's yeah, like on the sand. You know, like, you know how waves kind of. Ever been to the beach? You know, waves. Uh, so Finn, he is a half elf. So he's sort of like, like a kind of tall, lean. He has a swimmer's body. Picturing um, <laughs> Michael Black hair. Oh, a bunch of hot guys here. It's, it's wet. His hair, obviously his whole deal is wet, but like, it looks good. <laughs> He's got that, like, hot, like, beach photo shoot, like, just got out of the pool kind of, like, hair. Um, he does wearing, or he doesn't? He does. He looks, he wears it well. Oh, so this is like a Prince Eric situation. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Who's Ariel? And he's wearing, the dolphins. Uh, and he's wearing just kind of, like, average, like, kind of drab peasant clothes. And there's a spear strapped to his back. And yeah, he's just kind of lying there. All right, I uh, I get to my knees and I start slogging my way over to him to drag him a little bit further up to shore. I definitely think I have a concussion. Dolphin, those dolphins. Yeah, no, they they brought this man to shore. Uh, do you actually have a concussion? I say as I'm like dragging this body like it's nothing. I actually scoop him up bridal style, and I like I walk over to Reagan with him and I plop him down in the sand. Uh. Finn, you sort of come to consciousness as you're lifted out of the water and you feel yourself stirring as you're being very gently carried and then unceremoniously dropped into the sand by this large rock man who is now towering over you. Ow. At the foot of this large Viking man. Hey! What's up, guys? Are you alright, kid? Oh, I'm good. I was just, you know, out for a little swim. Nice, nice dip. Do you know those dolphins? I mean, not like super well. 
What the? We're fuck? not like I like. I wouldn't say we're like like friends. We don't like hang out. But like I don't know. Like we met. They carried me off. Yeah, they 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 carried you here. Yeah. Why? Oh, because they didn't want they wanted to save me. They didn't want me to die. I can't I can't breathe underwater. Oh yeah, of of course that yeah, makes perfect sense. Mm. <clears throat> I'm tracking all of this. Hey uh. Yeah. So I know you were. I mean, they brought you up here when you were unconscious, right? But you were. Do you, you see a jar of dirt in the water anywhere? Did it did it have Davy Jones's heart in it? What? <laughs> oh, uh no, it just nope, just a jar and dirt. Okay. Um Hannah, did I? Um go ahead and make me a perception check, almost like a like a retroactive perception check. That is a 19. Ooh. Oh, first roll. We are starting off strong. 19 plus your modifier or 19 19 total. 19 total. Okay, great. Um, so you, Malachi, how big is this jar of dirt? It's like a, I, my guess is, it's, so it's probably about like a six or seven inch tall jar. Of, it, like, it's not massive, but. Okay, so Finn, I'm going to say you did not see a jar of dirt, but you did see something else. You saw this small um, glowing object because basically you fell off the ship as it was breaking apart and you were sort of sinking through the water, kind of slow motion, oh, he was how sinking. people sink through water. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, and you saw like a few feet in front of you, this glowing object. Um, and then you were being assisted by dolphins and helped toward shore and you sort of lost track of it. But no, you did not see a jar of dirt oh so i stand up how close are we to the water how close are you to the water i don't know i just i just woke up <laughs> just where wherever reagan the... was standing just just clear the the water line i guess yeah when it does that thing where it goes psh, yeah we're like just clear that. you know how waves are so i turn towards i turn towards the water and i yell out hey anyone see a jar of dirt <laughs> i look at reagan just i would just jar, I jar just of dirt dirt with the Dirt in a jar? Anybody? I, 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 I walk up and I gently place a hand on Finn's shoulder. I'm like, it's it's okay. It's why don't you sit down? Alright. Alright, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then I and I look out to the water as I'm walking him over to sit down just to make sure there are no dolphins there with like my jar of dirt. Are there, there are no <laughs> dolphins there with your jar of dirt. Okay. And Finn, you get no answer to your question. <laughs> Are we okay? Also, like, are we? Yeah, you're actually, all of you are remarkably okay for having been in a deadly shipwreck. Um, aesthetically, you're definitely all a little beat up and you're you're pretty exhausted. Um, mechanically, okay. I'm going to have everybody go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. That's with the d20, right? Roll the d20 and then add your... <laughs> you can tell I haven't done this. It, it's enough. okay. Oh boy. Uh, add your constitution <laughs> saving throw. That is a four total. Oof. Yep. That's, oh, that's rough. Um, I got a total of 16. Total of 16, great. So it's going to be a 11. An 11? Okay. Um, so Finn, you sustained three points of bludgeoning damage from, you know, being in a shipwreck and Ow. falling in the water and being unconscious and stuff like that. Um, Reagan, with a 16, you're good. You managed to come out of this, you know, mechanically unscathed. Um, Malachi, you take two points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, man. 
That's okay. One of your nipples fell off. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't actually see my nipples. That was a that was a bit, okay? <laughs> you can see mine. He keeps those well hidden. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> and you guys get the sense that um it would maybe be a good idea that you're that you're maybe not at full strength and it might be a good idea to like rest and recover before you try whatever you're going to try next. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start trudging towards the tree line because I'm pretty convinced that I'm slightly hallucinating and I'm just going to go build a fire. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to say, "Hey, do you know where we are?" Do I? Um, go ahead and make a history check for me. Da, 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 da. That's a 17. Yeah, so, Reagan, as you think back, you were part of the crew. You knew the route you guys were going on. You saw the maps and stuff like that. Um, you know that the Rosemary was headed toward Benswith, um, which is one of these small island kingdoms that populate the Lundluma Ocean. Um, Benswith is known for its um, policy of neutrality, as well as its very convenient location in the Western Sea. Um, and so you know that Benswith is a big trade hub, um, kind of a center for merchants and stuff like that. So the Rosemary was a merchant ship carrying cargo and passengers to Benswith to sort of drop people off who would then mostly get on other ships to take them other places. Um, you know, based on kind of how far you guys had come, how many days it had been, um, that you're probably somewhere in the southern half of the Western Sea, um, in an area where there's lots and lots of these small islands, um, but no big kingdom that kind of dominates this area. Um, there's no island that has a large enough population to make it part of the Nerian League, the trade consortium of kingdoms that sort of consolidates the power um and exists to make the make the big islands play nice with each other as it were um so there's no nerian league members in this area it's just these small islands a lot of them share this tropical aesthetic some are populated some are totally deserted um and there's basically any number of those that you could be on right now okay question so were we coming from a league island? Um, the Rosemary was sort of picking people up in different spots. So you guys probably got on at different ports. Okay, so okay. maybe um, some of you, yeah, you, it stopped at some league islands for sure, but uh, you didn't necessarily get on at one of them. Okay, but it's a, it's a league ship. Um, yes, it's a Benswith ship, okay. actually. It was returning back to sort of gotcha. where it's based. Cool. Ooh, a Mercedes Benswith ship. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, no, I don't, well, I guess somewhere in the bottom of the Western Sea, I would guess, but mm. odds are we're just leagues from any kind of proper civilization. God knows who's actually on this island. I lean forward and, like, drink some of the salt water from the ocean, and I shout, yep, yep, he's right, Western. What the fuck? Well, we... We should probably make some sort of camp then, right? Yeah, I'm gonna build a fire. All right. So like, like we'd be the counselors. I feel like publicity is gonna be our big problem, getting people to send their kids here. It's sort of a desert island. So, what? I, it, Mac, am I am I crazy or is he? I don't think this life, this guy's lived the same life I've lived. 
<laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, you just... young man, but we he... need to get going and set up somewhere where we can sleep, because I don't know about you, but I'm not feeling 100%. You drank the salt water? I'm feeling actually about 66.66 repeating percent <laughs> health-wise. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just going to start going into the forest. Okay. Bye. So whoever wants to come with can come with. I'm going to build a fire right here at the edge. Maximum chance to see in any kind of ships that are coming our way. All right. And I don't trust whatever's in those jungles. Kid, why don't you stay here? Okay. I don't know if I want to bring you into those woods. I mean, like, I'm capable. I'm a, I'm not, like, a child. I mean, you just I'm drank a, salt water, I'm a, so. I'm a new adult, you might say, is sort of my age demographic. Okay, I'm going to start walking away as Finn's talking, okay? <laughs> All right, so, Finn, Malachi just walks away from you while you're in the middle of talking. Um, Reagan, uh, do you want to give me an investigation or, um, you know what, actually, let's use survival check to sort of gather the the least wet wood um, around here on this pretty muggy island um, and to build a fire. Uh, it's a 13. 13? Okay. Yeah, you accomplish it. Um, it takes you a little while. You have to sort of go up and down the beach. You get some some of the kind of, most of the driftwood is still too wet from the shipwreck. Um, but you grab some older pieces of driftwood, some wood from the jungle, stuff like that. And you're you're able to... Build yourself a, a respectable little fire there um, on the beach. Finn, are you helping him or are you going to kind of do your own thing? Um, I'll, I'll help him. Yeah, I'll help. I'll kind of like stand by the side and watch and be like, oh, oh, like, like, like cross the stick. Oh, no, you got to make the sticks like a tent. <laughs> <laughs> like the way people do when one person's making a fire. Yeah, I, I really just do not engage. <laughs> um, this poor kid. But, you know, I... I come to the unfortunate realization that the uh, the tinder, the flint and tinder in my uh, pouch is soaked, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna think about that for a second, <laughs> and then I'm gonna kind of side eye this kid. Hey, I'm gonna say, you want to go find a really nice white seashell? Sure, I love seashells. Great, go. Go do that. All right. I, I walk over to the ocean, <laughs> and I just kind of, like, jam my hands in. Do yeah. I find one, like, right off the bat, or do I do I not? Take, t- take a moment for me, would you? Finn, I will let you choose whether you want to make an investigation check or whether you just want to stand there and make a charisma check. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a charisma check. <laughs> so which, so in that case, I jam my hands into the ocean, and, I'm, and I say loudly, a nice white shell? <laughs> I oh, that's a 16. Um, for about 5, 10 seconds, nothing happens. And then, yep, you pull out a white seashell just right there in your hands. It's pretty small, but, you know, nice color, nice shape. Like this? <laughs> I look up. It just popped into his hands? Yep, that's... Well, I got it, I got it out of the water. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. Find some more... <laughs> Um, is are these shells actually for any purpose, or, or are you just trying to occupy me? I'm trying to occupy you. I have skills. That's great, um, Hannah. Yes, I want to misuse shocking grasp. Oh, interesting. Okay, um, I will say, go ahead and make me an Arcana check, basically to see if you're able to control your magic well enough to use Shocking Grasp for something it's not really intended for. 
god. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a 19, baby. Hell yeah. So, yeah, you you stick your hand down into the middle of this pile of wood and you think about sparks um, and you feel the magical energy kind of coursing through your veins and this electrical energy jumps from your fingertips and just like that you have a little fire starting in your kindling in front of you there. I kind of sit back. Go ahead and make me um, a sleight of hand check basically just against Finn's passive perception to see if he notices as he's turning around with this shell in his hand. Eleven. An eleven? Okay, so Finn, um, as you're turning around, you see the your new half-dwarf companion um, sort of stick his hand into the fire, and then as he pulls his hand back, you see the flames starting there. I'm like, whoa, whoa, watch your hand! There's fire! <laughs> oh my god. Thank, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, you gotta be, gotta be careful there. <laughs> and you guys have a little fire going there on the beach. Um, Malachi, you had headed into the jungle. What are you looking for exactly? I mean, I've been on a lot of different islands, and I'm used to these ones that sort of may or may not be inhabited, so I'm just sort of trying to see if I see any sort of sign of life. I don't want to go too far in, but... Okay, yeah, um, go ahead and make me an investigation check. Okay. Um, that is... Oh, man... Um, that's a five. A five? Okay. So you, um, you walk into the forest, Mm -hmm. um, as you step away from the ocean and kind of go into Mm -hmm. the cover of the trees, um, everything gets a little quieter, a little more muted, you can't hear the waves as well anymore, but now you're hearing, like, the buzzing of insects and stuff like that. Um, generally pretty damp as you're kind of walking through here. Every once in a while you hear, like the snapping of a twig somewhere deeper in the forest, but there isn't really any good way to tell if that's, like, could be an animal, could be human civilization. You you can't really tell. Okay. Uh, then, because I don't see anything, I'm just going to start looking around to see if there's any, like, flat areas of land where we could maybe set up camp. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a survival check. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a 10. A 10? Okay, um, so you find a couple of spots that, like, might work. Um, in general, the whole forest, like I said, it's pretty wet, kind of a Uh, tropical thing going on. I mean, it's not, you're not, like, in standing water or anything like that. It's not swampy here. Okay. Um, it's just kind of, like, dewy. Um, Mm. but you find a few spots where, like, the trees are thinner and there's some nice moss and you're like, okay, we could make this work. Um, but in general, it seems like the beach is going to be a lot drier. The sand is kind of soft, more comfortable, but then of course you're out in the open and you're kind of exposed. So you've got a couple places where you could see yourself sleeping, but, um, nowhere that's like a great spot. Right, right. Okay. I'm just gonna make note of where those are. I'm gonna head back to them and just sort of let them know. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so when you get back, um, Reagan's got a little fire going. Finn, it looks like, has got a couple of white shells. I have, like, a stack of white yeah. shells. I've been getting more. Also, is it, like, is it daytime? Is it, like, broad daylight right yeah, now? it's, like, mid-afternoon. Okay, cool. Um, Finn, Lord. as you are there, kind of at the edge of the water, collecting these seashells, you look out, and you see, a little ways out, although not that far, maybe, like, 
mm, uh, maybe like 50 feet or so, like 50 feet out, um, you see that the ocean is glowing, coming from underneath the surface, as if there's something luminescent down there that is lighting up this small little patch of ocean from below. Ooh. I, I swim out to go see what it is. I, I'm sure like, hey guys, I see something cool. And I and I swim out. Cool. So you start to swim out. Um, I'm going to say that you guys under like normal conditions aren't going to have any trouble swimming. You, all three of you kind of grew up around the water. You sort of know what you're doing. Um, so you start to swim out um, and you can see, yeah, this is uh, about 50 feet out before it gets really deep. So you're able to kind of start to swim down, and you see that there is an object, something that is glowing there on the seabed. I, I grab it. Okay, cool. So you swim down, and as you swim down, as you kind of start to get closer, um, you see that the glowing thing is clearly an object that is wrapped in cloth. Um, and you can see that the light is kind of piercing through, even through these layers of cloth. Um, it's not huge, but it's big enough that you need two hands to pick it up. Um, so as you're swimming down there and you take hold of this vaguely rectangular object wrapped in this cloth, um, and as you pick it up, you see that the light falls on another object lying just a few feet away, and you see lying there on the seabed a six or seven inch long, still sealed jar of dirt. Did we see him, like, dive in there? Yeah. Okay. I, I walk back over to the fire, and I just sit next to Reagan, and I'm like, where'd he go? What? Mm. Well, oh, when the kid comes back, I, I found a few places we might be able to camp. Alright. Nice, uh, nice fire you got here. Thanks. <clears throat> you guys are really bonding, huh? Oh god, where'd you come from? No, that was Andy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Finn's still in the water. <laughs> Finn's not here right now. Can I take a message? Um, can I carry both things? Um, I will say you can carry both things if you make a successful athletics check. All right. Jar dirt's pretty small. Just saying. I have a minus one to strength. <laughs> That's gonna be a six. Ah. Uh, no, you can carry one of those two objects. Ah. Um. Okay, I I send out a call for aid. And I'm just like, hey, can anyone help me carry this stuff? <laughs> okay, um, make me a. Uh, I need to look up how this ability actually is. Telepathic communication with any swimming creature. Yeah, go ahead and make me a um persuasion check. All right. If you fail this, you just get a hermit crab. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a thirteen. Okay, um, so you put out your call for aid, and yeah, you get a pretty large fish um, that swims up to you and is just sort of swimming there and just starts kind of nudging the jar of dirt with its head. Like in a helpful way or like an ineffectual way? Um, it's trying to help, but it doesn't really know. I mean, I'm having a hard time conceptualizing. Mm. You tell me how this fish is going to help you carry two objects. Um... I guess, um, can I balance them on its back? How do you think fish work, Andy? Maybe it's like a really wide fish. 
like a manta ray. Okay, okay. So what's going on here is basically the fish is like helping you swim as you're kind of swimming clumsily with one arm while the other one's got these two objects uh, tucked underneath it. The fish is kind of on your other side, keeping you from going wildly off course. And you don't have very far to go. So I will say you and the fish are eventually somewhat clumsily able to make it back to shore with both the cloth wrapped object and the jar of dirt. All right. So I swim back, helped along by my friend slash rudder. Um, and I come up, so I have a jar of dirt in one kind of arm full and the other is like a, like a small bundle that glows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got something wrapped in a cloth. And as you kind of come out of the water and stand up, you realize that it was glowing while it was in the water, but as soon as you pull it out of the water, it stops glowing. Um, all right, so it's not a Christ child. <laughs> what? I already said it was Moses. So I come up out of the water and I'm like, guys, I found some cool stuff. I just let out a shout of joy and I run over to him. I, I give give him the dirt. I open the top, sniff the inside, stick my little fingies in there just to make sure that it's dry. Then I put the top back on and I stick it in my pocket. Is that it? There's like a lot of jars of dirt in the world. Uh, but... Yeah, this this one's mine. Thank oh, nice. You. Thank you. Um, what's, what's that? I don't know. I, I open it up. Okay, so you unwrap the cloth, and what all three of you see now, held here in Finn's hands, is a black cube. Um, it's about the size of, like, a large... The Tesseract? <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, that's, that's about the size of that. <laughs> okay, I see, I, I think I see the whole campaign <laughs> plot stretching out before me. <laughs> Yep, there you go. Figured it out. Half an hour in. Yep, um, it looks like stone, but Finn, you're holding it. You can tell it's a lot lighter than stone. Um, as you're turning it around there, it's all black, but uh, under the sunlight, you can see the kind of glinting of other colors in the polished faces. Um, completely smooth, except for on one side, where there is a small black divot, um, or hole almost looks like it might be a very small keyhole. Can I uh, can I do an investigation check to see if I know what kind of rock it is? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, make a. I don't really know what kind of check that would be. <laughs> Rocks. Geology. I guess nature. Make a nature check. Nature. Oh my god. Make a vibe check. That's a ten. It's a ten. A ten. Okay. I'll say. It's a lot lighter than any rock you've ever encountered. And yeah, that's okay. that's about all you get from it. Well, I know rocks and this isn't one. It looks like it has a keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna touch this. But I've already touched it. Can I oh okay. Can I see that cloth it was wrapped in actually? I hand him the cloth. Does this look like the cloth? When I saw that man throw something over before, does it look like it was this? It does. Yeah, the cloth is this kind of dark purple. It looks like someone just grabbed like a scarf or whatever they had lying around to wrap it up in. And as you're <laughs> looking at, at it now and remembering what you saw, it looks like it could definitely okay. be the same thing. I say, I recognize this. Yeah. There was um, there was a tiefling right right before the storm hit. He had, I was up on the deck. And this man ran out, and he had something wrapped in this, and he threw it over the side of the ship, and then the storm came, so I don't remember really what happened after that, but 
I think... I think we shipwrecked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Reagan and Malachi just, like, make eye contact for a second there. Yeah. Um, I think that tiefling might have had something to do with the storm, or he knew it was coming. Either he knew it was coming, or he made it happen. Right. You guys all notice that Reagan suddenly just seems to be in a real mood. Hmm. Like a real you... nasty mood. Is it because you burnt your hand? Did any of you know a tiefling on board? Did we? Did I? I will say, um, Finn and Malachi, how much were you, like, socializing with other passengers? Me? Oh, I'm, a, I'm a friendly guy. Zero. Zero. I stayed in my bunk or on the side of the ship so I could throw up. I was, like, walking around like, hey, what's up, what's up? Yeah, so Finn, being the pretty friendly guy that you are, I'll say you know for sure there was only one tiefling on the ship. It was this sort of older, kind of portly man, um, red skin, probably wouldn't have given you his name, um, and seemed like a little bit standoffish every time you tried to talk to him. Um, but you would have noticed he kind of seemed like the scholarly type Decently well-dressed, uh, had these small glasses that he would wear on the end of his nose. You probably saw him, like, standing at the edge of the ship, looking pensively out to sea, or writing in a notebook that he had. Um, and you generally, Finn, would have noticed that he seemed kind of, um, like, ill at ease, or a little bit nervous throughout the course of the journey. Okay. So I say, yeah, I think I, like, talked to him a little. He was sort of a wet blanket. Um, I guess now he's just uh, wet, rest in peace. Um, but he was a scholar of some hang sort. Hang on, did everybody else die? I assume. I'm just gonna kind of nod. I kind of just, like, cross myself. I'm never setting foot in the ocean again. Um, he was a scholar of some sort, wrote in a diary a lot. Um, a kind of vaguely monstrous look crosses Reagan's face, and I'm just gonna- I say- I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab Are the you cube. Okay? I'm gonna grab the cube. Give me the fucking cube. Okay, you don't need to be rude. Reagan grabs the cube. You're holding it in your hands. I say, "Are you all right?" Yeah. Friend of yours? No. Just you. You looked pretty uh, uh, unhappy. So you know something about this? I don't like shipwrecks. I mean, that is how you make your living, right? Shipwrecks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Reagan's actually in the business of insurance fraud. Um, so that makes, I mean, I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't, but you, you would, of any of us, probably know the best what's going on here. Uh, can, can I know something? <laughs> you, you know how ships work, you know how I, storms I know work. How ships work. Um, yeah, so as the person with the most sailing experience, I will say, Reagan, you know that... Even for a world where storms kind of come suddenly and leave suddenly and aren't always predicated by what would be considered natural weather patterns in our world, um, even considering that this storm came up very suddenly. It really was just blue skies one moment, storm the next. Um, and you know that strikes you as unusual. Is there, like, anything else in particular you're trying to know? Can, uh, can I make, like, a nature check about what those shadowy, shadowy things I remember were? Yeah, go ahead and make a nature check. 
crit fail. <laughs> okay, yeah. Shadowy figures, you've never seen anything like that before. Okay. So I just kind of sit there, like, staring at the cube and rotating it in the firelight to make those weird colors play on the surface, and I just kind of look kind of zoned out. Okay, can I bat his hand away from the fire with the cube? I don't like it that close to the fire. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, careful, your hands. You almost burnt them before. <laughs> I, I kind of snap out of it a bit, and I'm like, this guy has no sense of fire safety. <laughs> I glare at Finn, um, and I kind of snap out of it, and I'm like, no, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, all I know is that I've never seen anything like that, and so whatever that storm was, it was nothing natural. That was not nature. That was something else, and I would bet my 50 feet of rope that this has something to do with it. That's my only worldly possession. I was gonna say something more interesting, but all I've got is this fucking rope. When Reagan talks about how it wasn't natural and something else probably caused it, Finn looks like kind of uncomfortable and like looks at the ocean like with his eyes narrowed. But then, then he just for a minute—not a minute, just for a second—and then he comes back to conversation. Malachi just looks between Reagan and Finn, and Reagan and Finn, and he's like, "You guys are keeping too many secrets, okay? I'm just gonna give give me the cube." Give me the cube. I reluctantly hand over the cube. I take the cube and I wrap it up really tight. You know, technically that's my cube. I say, you want it back? Take it. I mean, I don't. I don't think you're going to go anywhere with it. No, it's in my pocket. And I'm like, okay, you're keeping too many secrets, so why don't we just set up camp? And maybe in the morning you'll a little, you'll be a little bit more open with what's going on since it affects all three of us. All right, rock boy. And I start walking back to the forest, hoping that they're going to follow me. Okay. Does, do you think he wants us to follow him? I look back like, pointedly. What's, what's the vibe? <laughs> but we've got a fire out here. I can't, I can't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. He's very hard to read. His face is made of rock. Fish boy, grab, grab a torch. So Malachi walks off into the woods, and Finn and Reagan, as you guys are getting up to follow him, Finn, you happen to glance up, and you see... Up in the sky, like drifting out from behind a cloud over the ocean, are these four cloaked figures that are just up there in the sky, drifting toward the island and toward the beach where you guys are standing. Hey guys, look up! I look up? <laughs> you guys look up and you can see these four figures. Um, they're not like zooming through the sky or anything, but they're going at a pretty quick clip and they're not making a beeline directly for you, but they are definitely heading for the island and they're definitely going to pass right over where you guys are standing. Oh, I say, um, why don't, why don't we go into the forest? Let's go into the forest. Come on, hurry, hurry. What if they're friendly? Yeah, I don't want to uh, be undercover. Um, all right. Malachi goes into the forest. He's not waiting. He okay. doesn't trust anything. I saw this. So. Finn succumbs to peer pressure and follows. Okay. He assumes, Malachi assumes they're looking for this cube, so he goes into the forest. I'm kind of frozen there, like, looking at them with the torch in my hand, and I'm like, I saw those. I saw those were what caused this, guys. And then I'm like, and, and, can I hear this? As I'm walking away? Yeah, uh, he's not too far off. He's just standing there right. on the beach while you're like, in or at the edge of the forest. They caused the storm and you're still standing here waiting for him to find you? Finn does like a cartoonish like, phew, and wipes his forehead in relief <laughs> when he hears that they caused the what storm. The, I, I'm going to experimentally <laughs> say something in Primordial. 
Okay. Oh word, I understand. I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna, oh, so I'm gonna kind of just stand there and like experimentally yell at the sky, something to the effect of "Peace, friends." In primordial, I have a terrible Aquan accent, but it's still primordial. I yell up what he said, also in primordial. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Um, you don't get an immediate response, um, but you see as they start to come closer and as you're still standing out there, you see that these figures are wearing these big, billowing, dark blue cloaks, um, and these like dark blue robes that cover their whole body. And you see that the top half on the top half of each of their faces, there's this black mask. Um, and you see, let's see if they hear you. Okay. Yeah. You see them kind of slightly course correct and start heading directly for where Reagan is standing. Do they see us already then? You're not sure if they've seen you and Finn yet. Um, oh, and Reagan, one more thing. You notice that there's one of them out in front who's holding like a metal rod in their hand. Um, yeah, so you don't you don't know what they've seen, but they definitely heard something and it was enough to get them to kind of change direction. Okay. I'd like to merge with stone real quick. Interesting. Uh, how does merge with stone work? It's it's passed without trace, but I don't need any components. Okay, cool. So you're you're going to attempt to hide? Yeah, I just don't want to be seen by these guys. Okay, go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Don't forget to add that plus 10 for Melt with Stone. Yep. <sighs> this die hates me. <laughs> I rolled a nat one. Oh um, my goodness. But, <laughs> okay, but that's still... So, um... Okay, so for Merge with Stone, my spellcasting ability is Constitution, so that's going to be a, 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 a plus 3 plus 10, so it's going to be a 14. 14? Okay. So yeah, you hide. Um, Finn, you see Malachi, it's less that he like ducks behind a tree or like hides in the brushes or anything like that, but more that he just goes very, very still. And his body seems to take on an even more rock-like appearance, um, so that even as you're kind of looking at him, you can see if you just caught him out of the corner of your eye, you can almost not tell whether he's a person or just a big chunk of stone. Malachi. <laughs> Malachi. I don't answer him. <laughs> Reagan, are you just staying put? Yeah, I'm just going to stand here. I don't suppose I can have a spell ready, could I? Yeah, so you can basically, you can do what's called readying an action, and so it just means you're using your turn. We're not in initiative order, but what would be right. your turn? And you've just got an action ready to go, and you're just holding it every time it's your turn. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my ground, but I am gonna ready shield. Oh, okay. Yeah, since shield's a reaction, you basically have shield readied always. <laughs> like a shield or the spell, the spell. shield? Ah. Uh. Okay, so Reagan, you're standing there, kind of every muscle tensed, readying yourself to throw over a magical shield in front of you if you need to. Um, and you see these figures descending toward you. There's actually five of them. I think I said four before, but you see five total. There's the one out in front, the, um, uh, the, the one with the rod in his hand. Um, and then there's the four 
kind of behind him. Uh, and they've all got these billowing cloaks. Give me just a second. Let me look up something here. Mm-hmm. Hannah just didn't want to say rod in his hand. Because <laughs> we knew you'd say it for us. <laughs> Finn, like, knocks on Malachi. Malachi's hand briefly emerges to swat him away. <gasps> I kind of growl and, like, get behind me. Fish boy. Well, I'm I'm over with Malachi in the trees. Oh, did Finn, you go are you away? also hiding? Um, I mean, he could. I guess he could hide behind me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I hide behind Malachi's stony body. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a stealth. Hide check. behind Malachi's rock hard body. <laughs> rock hard. Oh, that baby. is a nat twenty. Yeah, oh, Finn, you are so <laughs> hidden. Finn, how big are you? I also turn into stone. <laughs> <laughs> Finn, are you like a little guy? No, I'm tall but lean. I'm skinny. He's a long boy. <laughs> Just curls up into a little suitcase ball. So, Reagan, you're standing there looking up, and you see, just as the figures kind of come within sight range of you, um, you see the one out in front lifts this rod and points it directly at you, and there's a flash of light, and this beam of energy comes crackling toward you. Great, ah! good, 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 great, good. <clears throat> All right, that's only an 11 to hit. So even without having to use shield, the beam of energy just streaks right past you and kind of um, slams into the sand next to you and sends up this spray of sand. I need everyone to go ahead and roll initiative. I've got an 11. 22. I have a minus one to initiative. I'm a hunk of rock. Malachi, do you think that was a healing spell? Well, well, Finn is hiding behind me. I kind of... I kind of snake my hand out, grasp his knee, and I'm going to lay hands on him to give him his three health back. Take me to dinner first, Malachi. Okay, so you're doing this even before Reagan gets hit? As I see as I see Reagan get attacked, I do this. All right, I'll let you do that before we enter initiative. Okay. Because he, he's behind my body, presumably very close. Yeah, I'm hugging tight. Okay, so what did you guys have? 11. 22. 12. Okay, Finn, you're first to act. These guys are still, they're probably about 60 feet from you um, up in the sky. Mm. What's the range on Eldritch Blast? More than that. Eldritch Blast has good range. So I whispered to Malachi, do you think Reagan's evil? Like, <laughs> we don't know him that well. Whose side do you think we're supposed to be on? I say, I, I whisper very softly. I don't know any of you that well. I'm presuming since he's being attacked that he's not on their side. Um, I jump I jump out from my concealment and I cast Eldritch Blast on the one who attacked Reagan. Okay, go for it. Make a attack roll. Uh fourteen. Fourteen hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That is going to be ten. Nice. Okay, so yeah, this skinny guy who was unconscious in the water less than an hour ago leaps out of the forest, lifts his hand, and sends a blast of, uh, what color is it, Finn? Uh, it's like a aquamarine. An aquamarine bolt of energy that comes blasting out um, and catches this uh, guy square in the chest. And he sort of recoils a little bit, um, but is still coming. I'm sorry if you're not actually evil. Reagan, that is your turn. I'm gonna pull out my hammer 
So I'm gonna draw that, but I'm gonna back into the forest and I'm gonna douse my torch. Mm. Cool, so go ahead and you've got your hammer out. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. Uh, 19 total. Okay, so you slip back into the forest. Malachi, you see as Reagan sort of ducks between some trees here. And now the two of you are hidden and Finn is standing out on the beach. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Malachi, your turn. Guys, I, th- I thought we were, I thought we were like doing a thing. Oh, gosh. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't have anything that can hit them right now. Because I'm assuming that my javelins were lost in the wreck. Uh, if you wouldn't have had them on you, then probably yes. I'm trying to think if he would carry those around. Probably not in, like, a ship is close quarters. That's gonna be a pain in the ass to have a polearm on you. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess my, my javelins were not on my back, unfortunately. Um, so I'm going to... Oh, Lord. Can I hand the cube to, uh, Reagan and then go out? Sure. I will say that you can pass the cube to Reagan and then exit your cover there. Okay. I say, hold this. And I I walk out and I, I, well, I don't walk out. I run out and I go to grab Finn and try and yank him back with me. Whoa. Okay. So you run out and I guess, give me, I guess just give me an athletics check just to kind of scoop Finn uh, and get him. Scoop him up. <laughs> and get him back undercover. Okay, that's going to be a 10. No, sorry, a 12. Okay, I- I'll say you managed to get him back God into damn, the forest, but then right. if the idea here is to hide, I'll say make the stealth check to hide the two of you with disadvantage. Okay. I still get the plus 10 because it's an hour-long spell, right? Okay. Uh, or, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I doubt I'm going to get lower than that, but we'll see. Ah, yep. Okay, so I got an 18 and a 4, so it's going to be a 14. Okay. Uh, do I add my stealth modifier? My... Yeah, you add your stealth modifier, which is your dexterity modifier. Okay, okay. So it's going to be, I have a minus 1 to stealth because I have very low dex, so it's going to be a 13. A 13? Okay. So you guys, all three of you are back in the forest now, but with a 13. And Reagan, what did you get on your stealth check? Uh, 19. He had a 19. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're all back in the forest. Um, These guys have to use a dash action to even get down. So they're going to do that. They're going to dash um and land on the beach. They kind of you guys from where you're hiding see like a little spray of sand as their feet touch the ground um, as they come in pretty fast here. Uh, And then they're just, all five of them are just going to look at the forest and see if they can get any sense of where you guys Mm -hmm. went. So I'm going to roll for all five of them. Okay. I'm really picturing the Nazgul right now. Like I'm just picturing blue Nazgul. Same. That's absolutely (laughs) what I'm picturing. Also Dash Action is my porn name. Hmm. Okay, I didn't roll super well, and they don't have a super high bonus, um, but you guys also didn't roll that well. So you see one of the four cultists points. He doesn't like lock eyes with any of you, but he points at the area where you went into the brush, where you kind of like mm. left a little bit of a hole uh, in the side of the forest behind you. Um, 
and you see him point and you hear in this deep voice in common go there okay back to the top finn it's your turn again um you're currently malachi's sort of like half on top of you trying to hide you um you can look out and see that these guys are sort of standing on the beach looking around they don't know exactly where you are right now but they're ready to come into the forest and find out what do you do um, does the guy who I blasted look fine? Um, he definitely looks injured. It was like a solid hit, um, and it it did affect him, but he doesn't look, I'll say, he doesn't look bloodied. Like, he doesn't look like it was more than half his hit points. Um, so I'm going to use Mage Hand. Interesting. To, like, rustle around and make some noise <laughs> in the trees, like, away as far away from us as possible. Okay, awesome. Yeah, go ahead and make a um, deception check. Oh, I'm good at that. He said rolling a one. (laughs) Um, So that is going to be a 10. No, a a, a 12. A 12? Um, You see the, um, the, the... The guys who aren't the leader, uh, all their heads kind of snap toward the sound, but the leader stays focused on the spot that his buddy just pointed out to him, and he's still heading for that. The leader is the guy with the staff? The one with the staff, yeah. Okay. Reagan, mm. your turn. So I'm going to kind of rapidly put a few things together in my poor little muddled dwarf brain. I'm going to go, all right, so these are clearly the guys who I saw, which means strong odds that they are the ones that caused the storm. They appear to be some sort of air storm cult freaks, whatever. I don't like their outfits. And I get the sneaking suspicion that they want that cube, which makes me want that cube. I want the cube. I want the rock. And if they're going to take the rock, I better be getting money for it. So I. It's not a rock. The not rock. <laughs> Malachi's voice just suddenly resonates in my conscience. I've seen a lot of rocks, and that isn't one. All right, cube, I think. All right, they want this. I have this. Let's make a deal. Oh, no. So my stupid ass, hammer in hand, walks forward out of the trees. Like, hands are up. Like, I'm holding the hammer, but the hands are up. Can, as just, like, not as an action, but can Malachi just sort of go, like, what, what, what the? What the hell are you doing? I cannot get a read on what what our vibe is. What are we going for here, guys? <laughs> Chill, I say. I'm like, give me that, give me that. So um, I walk forward and I speak and I just go, can I help you? You know, as if I own this island. As he, as he walks past me, I sort of make a grab for his pocket. Yeah, you like reach out, but uh, Reagan was just a little bit too far away from where you are, and you're just kind of like pawing the air. Malachi is kicking himself for giving Reagan the cube. So Reagan, you step out. You're standing there, hammer in one hand. Um, the leader looks at you. Um, go ahead and make me a persuasion check. That's an eighteen plus three, twenty-one. 21 brilliant yeah they the ones who turned to look at finn's sound kind of swing around um and they're all 
looking at you, but they don't look like they're immediately about to blast your head off. They're prepared to at least hear you out. Mm. Um, however, Malachi, your turn is before their turn. So if you have anything you want to do in this moment. Oh boy. So how, how far has Reagan gone? Uh, Reagan? I'm probably just past the tree line. Okay. And, and I've got Finn behind me? Yes. Can I ready an action, I guess? Mm-hmm. So if anyone makes a move towards Reagan, or I guess towards us, but I don't think they see us right now. They don't see you, too. Okay, then I'm going to want to just attack whoever attacks. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, so you're just holding, ready to jump out and attack if that becomes necessary. Yeah. Okay, um, Reagan, uh, as you're now out here getting a clear look at this guy, um, you can see he's wearing this you know, long, dark blue robe. Um, Under it, he's wearing kind of high quality, pretty nice clothes. Basically, the fantasy equivalent of wearing like a black three-piece suit. (laughs) Asshole. And you can see the the jawline, which is pretty much the only part of the face you can see below the mask. Um, Very well-defined jawline, clean-shaven, but the voice that speaks is masculine. Um, as this man looks at you and says, So, you survived the shipwreck? Uh, yep. <laughs> yep, uh, I guess I did. Do you see anything? Anyone else survive other than your um, friends who are hiding in the forest? I gasp. <laughs> I slap my hand over Malachi's mouth. Um, I hear Malachi <laughs> gasp, and I'm just kind of like, that's all we got. So, three of you, how did you survive? don't know what you just swam to shore woke up here um you see a glance is exchanged among the five people who are standing here um and one of them kind of like steps up and whispers something in the leader's ear and the leader sort of waves them away um and looks back at you reagan and goes we have a job to do and you appear to be in our way. Tell me, give me, convince me why I should not just kill you right now and get you out of the way. I'm just standing here, mate. <laughs> and I don't, why would you want to, what have I ever done to you, huh? I just survived a shipwreck. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to build a home and a family on this here tropical island, apparently. There are things going on that you do not understand. Yeah, almost always, yeah. Did you see anything interesting during the sinking of the ship? I saw a lot of things, all right. I saw a kid get chaperoned to the shore by a bunch of dolphins. Saw a rock guy surface. I've had a weird day. I whispered to Malachi, that's us. He's Australian now. There's a jar of dirt. See, it always happens. I got a jar of dirt, but uh, no, it's, that's about it. I don't remember anything. Go ahead and make me a deception check. 11. 11? Okay. Let me make... Okay. Um, his face is sort of inscrutable behind the mask, um, but there's like a moment of silence, and then the leader says, Well, you are trapped on the island anyway. We go about our business, you go about your business. Okay. Yes, that sounds about right. Uh, care to identify yourselves if you're going to shoot at me? No. Uh, the leader raises his staff, and as he does, um, 
all five of them begin to float and they sort of levitate up um, and take off over the forest, not back the way they came, but heading further inland. Uh, and after a moment, they are gone from your view. All right. I immediately collapse to my knees. <laughs> yeah. As soon as Malachi sees that they're gone, he stalks out, reaches into Reagan's pocket, and takes the cube back. I... Those guys jumped to killing us, like, really quick. Those guys must have been after that tiefling. I think maybe they were evil. Well, hey, we're not dead, and we still got a cube, so... Okay, yeah, but what happened to that man? Well, he's probably dead. Why were they after him? He's probably drowned. I, I saw him throw this into the ocean just before the storm came. You said they caused the storm? I would think so, yeah. So then he was trying to get rid of it so that they couldn't have it, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so I think we don't want them to have it. That follows. Yeah. So maybe next time, just don't walk out there with that in your pocket. Hey, it's better than us getting killed by him, sight unseen. I feel like we could have taken him. You think so? You think so, pool noodle? Yeah, I can do magic. What? I can do magic. Reagan like is like genuinely like having a moment about this. I I take out. Wait, so question for the DM: What are the exact dimensions of this cube? Oh, uh, let me think about that. What I, what I want to know is, can I stick it in my jar of dirt? I've got this large tub of Vaseline for scale. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. It's bigger than that. I'm trying to think of a way to describe it without visuals. Like, it's about like the size cube? of this box I have, but that's not helpful to anyone who's just listening to this. <laughs> this is great audio. <laughs> I'm going to say that it is that most of the bundle that Finn picked up was cloth, um, and that the cube itself is three inches square. Okay, that can fit in my jar of dirt. I want to stick it into my jar of dirt. Sure, you can do that. And I, I bury it in my jar of dirt. But I take like a little pinch out and put it in my pocket just in case the cube's gonna like corrupt it or something. Okay, cool. I say, this stays with me. Maybe the cube is Davy Jones's heart. <laughs> Who is Davy Jones? Why do you keep on saying that? And I kind of look at, I kind of look at Malachi and I kind of, you can tell that Regan's a little prickly and he's like, well, you don't trust Hannah, me. Hannah, does Davy Jones exist in this world? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Finn's just talking about this guy that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> Finn's just talking about this guy he met at a bar. He's talking about his heart. He's the singer he's in one of my favorite bands. The Monkees. Okay, but why would we have his heart? Monkey spelled with a Y. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, sorry, what did- Reagan, what did you say? I just activated some homoerotic tension between us. I- I squared up and said, what, you don't trust me? I said, I trust myself. I'll trust you when you prove I can trust you and don't go running out to greet these shadowy cloak figures that caused our shipwreck. I mean, we didn't know if they were evil. I just kind of look at Finn, I'm like, I knew. I just kind of shrugged. Fair point. <laughs> Alright. Well- at any rate, we're not dead, and we've got something that some fancy people apparently want, which means money. So if we can just survive the night here... And danger. Well, yeah, that's kind of... It's kind of par for the course, don't you think? What is your deal, anyways? He's a rock. Yeah, I know, it's a little weird for a rock to be on a boat. <laughs> I look very offended when Finn says that. I'm clearly not a rock. I punch Finn in the shoulder and I go... <laughs> Don't rock the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I turn my back on them. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm looking for something. And I turn around and I, I walk towards one of those spots that I found where we might be able to set up camp. Okay, cool. Go ahead and roll a survival check to like pick the best one of the spots you saw. Okay. Seven. Seven? Okay, yeah. None of these spots are good. There's, like, a lot of wet grass, and none of them are quite big enough for all three of you, and the trees have some pokey roots, but you find a spot where a camp can be set up. Okay. Then I put down... Well, I don't want to put down my dirt. I don't want to put down my axe. (laughs) Can I just put down, like, my coat or something to mark that as a place so I can come back to it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm like... I'm setting up camp here. If you guys want, you can help me somehow collect anything dry that we could just set on the bottom here so we could lay down without getting soaked to the bone. Okay. Is there anything, is there anything like, okay, so I'm going to take off my first shirt mm-hmm. and I'm going to go walk back to the- First? <laughs> I wear layers. I lived in a cave. It's cold in there. <laughs> Plus it helps with the pointy crystal nipples. We already retconned that. That doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna take off my my first shirt. Okay, and underneath underneath I just have like an undershirt. It's not like I'm wearing like ten layers. Okay, and I'm gonna go back to the beach and I'm gonna try and collect sand into my shirt. Okay. Okay. Yep. You can do that. Yeah, and um, this is also the kind of forest where like there's a lot of trees with like really big leaves um and not all of them are wet so you guys are able to between like the sand and the big leaves you're able to make the campsite at least a little bit more hospitable yeah uh is this the plan to camp here take a long rest i i would like to do that but i don't know if i fully want to sleep all the way through the yeah you can sleep in shifts and that way there's always someone awake and on guard but that still lets you get your long rest in so we can still count it as a long rest We're... yes it still okay. counts as a long rest a long rest has to include like a few hours of sleep and a few hours of non-strenuous activity like being on watch or the wording something like that okay cool all right i'm gonna say i'm like i don't know about you i need sleep i'd like one of us to keep watch so that if anything should come back we're not completely caught off guard Okay. I agree. I'll take first watch. Reagan, I'll wake you up in three hours. Okay. Give or take. Seems fair. Before we... Actually, two things. One, half-elf sleep, right? I can't trans. <laughs> yes. Um. Secondly, before we bed down, I cast create or destroy water to destroy the water in our campsite so everything's nice and dry. Aww. Oh. Very sweet. I panic at that a little bit. Like, you could tell that Reagan is profoundly unsettled, and he's kind of, like, side-eyeing Finn. He's like, told you I could do magic. Malachi Malachi looks at Finn when he does that, and he's like, can you do that to me? And he just, like, holds his arms out. I, like, grab his undershirt and kind of, like, wring it out with my hands. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, with the magic. Can you, can you do that magic to me? Uh, I can only do it one. Oh, wait, no, I have two spell slots. Oh, I do God. it. I cast it. I cast it on Malachi, and Malachi becomes dangerously dehydrated. <gasps> yeah, Malachi, you are completely dry. <sighs> okay, thank you, thank you so much, thank you. Okay, I kind of withdraw a bit, and I'm like, I'm gonna stay damp. Mal- Malachi, as he's like sitting down, 
to take first watch, just starts examining his skin just to make sure that there's no speck of water left, making sure there's no little particles of rust popping up or anything like that. Yep. You're all good, and you guys kind of settle down (laughs) to take a rest for the night. And I think that's where we will go ahead and take our break during this two-part premiere thing we've got going on. Um, So, yeah, this is the end of our first episode, as it were. Uh, Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Ship of Fools Cast. Uh, Yeah, and you can go listen to part two of episode one uh, right right now. now. Yeah. Yeah, you're not busy. (laughs) Yeah, what are you doing? You've got time for another hour and 15 minutes or exactly however long it ends up being when we do it. Uh (laughs) You're going to have to go back in and like get like a computer voice to say the correct time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and we will see you in part two in just a couple of minutes. Bye-bye. Get a snack. Bye. (laughs) Just take a little little bathroom break maybe. Go tinkle. Get a drink. Wow, yeah, it's up to you. (laughs)